Hello and welcome to Plan and Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 704. And today we're going to dive into part two of the city of Jinky 43, which is Epiphany. The ultimate realization. And it's the ultimate manifestation of deafness. When in the shadow we are deaf to ourselves. And we are deaf to everything. In the gift we become deaf to the world. And everybody's opinions. And everything else but just our inner guidance. And then in the city... That deafness manifests as the a complete um, deafness to everything except um, everything. <laughs> this is a good one, right? It is the deafness of everything that is... Um, that is that is <laughs> it's it's hilarious because it's actually um <laughs> there is no personality here and what it really means is that there is no agenda so i would say is the deafness to time itself and space uh it's just uh <laughs> in in that deafness there's only listening to everything but everything without an, an, an expectation or an agenda. There is no future, no past, no simultaneous realities. There's just all of life. And this is the ultimate paradox, right? When that dissolution of the personality and the dis- not the dissolution, but the surrendering of the specific frequency angle from which the light of creation is landing in this reality it's like if it was like the light of a ufo you know the kind of lands into the body but instead of a ufo is god and then we kind of like retrieve that life back into god and it's not that we are um only the specific expression because it's it's that our unique angle it's all angles and 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 then it's not about going anywhere but just pure being and 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 the greatest part of it is that that is not even the ending of the whole thing because uh, Richard Rudd is looking at the ending always oh this is the end you know this is where we're going this is the end of all this is the end and uh, just you know to be able to say that is number one, it is not that because if the personality can see it, then it isn't. And we are always watching from the personality. And and so the way that I see it is there is the ending of this womb, this multiverse, and then there's whatever's next, you know, or or it's outside you know, whatever that is outside time, space and, 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 you know, being, right? Consciousness as we believe it. What is beyond that? And the story keeps going. But in this place, it's kind of that return to the origin of the multiverse. The moment 
that is ever present because it's always the present. That is the funny thing. We've never been anywhere but here. It has never happened nothing but what it is happening. Ever. I mean, in that epic, nothing has ever happened but what is happening. It's always been happening. And and we are we are I guess you know from a perspective we are um integrating all of the areas of everything that are looking back into that present and that means everybody and everybody's perspective and everything that happens everywhere but it is really a a, a mirror of that present that presence that there's that this 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 moment and and i guess you know what goes away with that is that um um upheaval right the internal uh unsettledness it goes away and and there is really nothing that can take you away from that presence you know from this presence it's magnificent and at the same time in in one moment it's like that dissolution of of everything and and in that moment you're like the adventure never ends but now we're talking about an adventure that goes beyond time and space and dimension um an adventure that the entire thing becomes a, a you know a joke and this is where these masters come out and 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 then they are not going to behave however your fucking idea of what a master should behave oh my god the master should be wearing a fucking white robe and you know incensing himself or herself or themselves <laughs> with palo santo right or sage And and then saying all the appropriate things. You should never say fuck this shit or fuck that shit, you know. And then they come out and they jump out of roofs and fly or whatever. I mean, or they just, uh, you know, I mean, everything that would um, appear to be not enlightenment, but... It is beyond enlightenment. It's, it's like, and, and actually, I'm not even talking about the, the, the city at this point. I'm talking about what happens afterwards. Or I would say, you know, this transition moment until the dissolution, because the, the dissolution of the personality, then it's over. It's gone. It's like there's not even any, any trace of anything left. They're gone. And, and who knows where the adventure keeps going. We don't, we cannot, we don't have the mind to understand that. Um, But ultimately, the way that I see it here is, is this, this incredible just well-being of life that takes over everything. And, and uh, Richard Rod talks it about this friendliness, right? Um, and I see it more than that. I see it more than friendliness. It's, it's, it's really looking at... Um, Not even looking, it's just knowing, beyond knowing, knowing beyond knowing um, everything. 
it's it's um that this is why it's absolutely fucking ridiculous to talk about these divine gifts because the moment you start talking just pure gibberish comes out of your mouth it's like because there are no words to explain these things whatever words you try they're just gonna sound like more philosophical bullshit but the understanding is there and it's it's beyond language so we're going to just uh, today, we're just going to look into what, uh, you know, Richard Wright is talking about this in the second part of this jinky. At the very core, what is this deafness to everything but the divine, right? And what is the divine? But it is, it is this deafness. Uh, there is nothing but God. And God is the universe, uh, the life Life, because that's what God is. God is life. Life, all of life. And it's, I kind of, the moment, just, everything becomes a joke. You know, it's like, why are we so fucking worried about everything? That's what happens on the deafness, on the shadow, is the worry. But in the city, there is nothing. There is just this, you know, this so well-being everywhere. And and ultimately, because of the collapsing of time, if you were to collapse time, then there is no getting there. It's like it's here and, and everything else, all the areas and elements of change and, you know, movement and non-movement, it's all part of it. So, um, yeah, I know it sounds very uh, cryptic and, 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 you know, like... It's it's like okay, what's the purpose of this stuff? <laughs> Why are we doing this? Is are we just blah 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 about gibberish? But it is ultimately to laugh about it, our own head trips of enlightenment. You know how much do we spend our attention on on trying to grasp stuff that the personality can't grasp? The reason we're focusing on these cities is because we're aligning ourselves with this timeline. That's it. And we we get little glimpses of this. And in any moment, it can just pop. So there's three very solid reasons why. And plus a fourth, if you want to add, is just really nice. When we're looking really pretty, really sweet, really beautiful, to look at this magnificence of expression of consciousness. And uh, that's it. There is no way of talking about this or, you know, understanding it from the personality. It's like it's a joke. But it's important because it, um, it, it connects us with, with, our, with our destiny. And even beyond destiny, particularly this Jinky 43, because this one on the 34 is the code on ring of destiny. And if, if uh, you know, if, if you were to see the 34 would be the king, you know, city of majesty. And the 43 would be the uh, the jester, right? The, the the city of epiphany. The realization that the whole thing is a joke. All of our head trips of, you know, whatever fucking thing you're tripping about. It's a fucking joke. And we get so uptight about it. Oh, my God. And, in, you know, and it's all part of it also. The uptightness and the struggle and the violence and everything. It's part of the joke at the very end. And if we can see the end now and become that end now, then we can at least a thing we can really get out of this is relax. 
chill the fuck down and stop taking it so fucking seriously. And if we can relax and, and, and live our lives from that place of inner peace, right? Because now that deafness is absolute. We're not listening to anybody say anything about anything. You're, you're, you're you know, creating that linear focus of reality and being it and multidimensional simultaneously. And, and, and at that place, I, I find a lot of relief and, and just an inner warm smile, you know, like, ah, oh, God. It's like if when you get into a bath and a hot bathtub and you're just like, oh, all of these head trips about getting there and figuring it out, it all just goes out and you take a chill. Oh. And if we can live our lives and everything we do with that state of you know, inner relaxation, like inner smile, you know, an inner laughter that just echoes throughout everything you do. Wild. Because this stuff goes beyond anything that anybody believes that is sane. And ultimately, this doesn't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. It's beyond that. So we're going to be diving into that today. and uh, But before that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom of the podcast, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. When you click on that one, um, um, listen to that episode and that'll get you started with what we're doing here. And on that page, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that one, that'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your map. This is the map we're using to um, understand everything. There's 64 basic archetypes of human experience and we have on that map 11 of these archetypes and that's our entry point into the understanding of life, how change works, because that is the only constant in reality, change. If we and everybody is afraid of change, we don't want to fucking change. We don't want change because we don't know how to handle it. But if we were properly trained on learning how what change is, how it manifests, how we can um, dance with change, flow with surf change, then life becomes wonderful because life is change. And the main problem that we have in our life is that we are not fucking changing. Or we resist that change. I mean, because change is coming. You can't stop change. But when we resist change, that's when uh, life sucks. <laughs> I mean, just to put it simple. When we learn how to dance with change, then and, and we become more and more skilled at it, then life is a wonderful adventure. So the, all of that information is there. You get your map. You come back to you know episode 256. On that page, there's everything to learn how to read this map. There's a video, another podcast. There's an index. We have over 650 episodes that talk about all the areas of that map. Starting from episode 400, we're talking about all of the jinky, several episodes per jinky. At the top of all of the pages of the website, there's a search. And when you get your map, just put any word that resonates with you that you feel like something, this this is calling my attention. 
uh, and put that word on the search and you'll get one or several episodes where we talk about that very specific term. Every gene key has a path from fear to love to enlightenment. Three keywords. There's 192 uh, gene keywords that we're using in 64 gene keys. And uh, this is how we're understanding life, how we're understanding yourself, how we're becoming self-empowered, how are we listening, learning to listen and manifest and express our authentic be- being, a very, which, is a, which is a tone, is a frequency tone. And uh, we're learning how to harmonize life out of a cacophony that we're existing in this reality of uh, shadows and pain and suffering. We're making a symphony out of uh, a cacophony. If, if you wanna, if you wanna put it simple, right? So all of that information is there. If you wanna learn more about Planet Homemaking, this brand, what are we doing? Who am I? What is Pearl Planet? What is Jorn.tv? Click on the about tape, uh, about uh, tab at the bottom menu, and listen to episode one. Uh, we're we're uh, we're helping. This our goal is to help. Uh, uh, create a blueprint for a new civilization. And that blueprint is not made out of things or things that we do or systems. It's, uh, it's a frequency tone of the awakened heart of people. All people. There is no special ones. There are no heightened ones. There are no 144 chosen ones. There's no the chosen people. Fuck all of that shit. I'm talking about all of humanity. We're all made out of light. And light that lands in this reality and a unique, specific point of angle of landing and through each one of our of the bodies of all of humanity. And uh, and and we are not these bodies. We're not our religion. We're not our traditions. We're not our color of skin. We're not our sexuality. We are not our nationality. We are not our history. We're not our past. We're none of that shit. That is called the personality. The build up of, you know, whatever it is we picked up when we came here. Plus added to the, you know, coding that comes in the DNA with the body. It's a body-mind consciousness, right? What you come here originally when you land, because it comes with a body, and what you add to it as you grow the first 21 years and, and becomes the personality. So it's, a, you know, it's a, a thing that gets developed, but it's not who we are. And, uh, and so really learning how to remember. Remember who we are. We are frequency. We're a tone and when we attune to the sound of the universe, we realize that we're all together creating music, a symphony of creation. And, and so the blueprint of the future is music. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a symphony of vibration that is, uh, it happens when we choose to evolve. Uh, to the next layer of, of ex- expression, which is um, stop, you know, thinking that we're alone here and afraid of everything and everyone and realize that there's people, there's nothing, there's nobody, there's no, people don't exist. There's only one of us here and it's so advanced that it's simultaneously the endless many and the one whole. And when we realize that, then we navigate life in a completely different way. Because we're not out there to get what we need. We are out there giving what we have. 
which is this frequency tone. And then because of that awakening in our heart, a natural song comes out of our heart, a natural inner drive will drive you towards this or that or that conversation or that family or that community. And you will naturally express what it is. And things will get created, but not created in the terms of how the shadow has created the world of technological efficiency. It's created in a way of love. The foundation, the blueprint is uh, the, the communications that we have with each other in love. It's not building and doing things. It's every moment, every conversation, every interaction. That is the real life happening every moment without these head trips of grandiosity. Yes, we will create systems and buildings and, you know, communities. But they happen organically because you're naturally excited about it. Not because you want to get something, but because you want to give what you have. And that changes the entire future of a species if we awaken to that giving that we have. Because when we open the heart, we open the valve to the infinite of the information and energy. And we just download that and it just keeps going. It's a river. It's a faucet that you know cannot be turned off. You can't hold the love of God. No one can. We can't just get sick trying and then die, which is a lot of everybody does. That's fear. But, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, we've done that. <laughs> it's kind of like old news. It's like, can we just evolve? Can we just like do something else? Can we, it's like, that's boring. Let's, let's have fun. And it begins with ourselves. We do this ourselves. And, um, and then also we realize we need to learn how to be courageous to understand that all parallel timelines exist simultaneously. If you know where you are, what the world is, what is happening, you can also know what you want it to be. If you don't, then um, you might be bamboozled by the lies of the consequence of the shadow of the world. Because we're all responsible on that level from being unconscious, feeding into this lie, this, this illusion of reality. And, but when we wake up and realize that we have options... Then we say, well, fuck that. You know, it's like there's a great world and it's right here. And it, I, it all depends on where am I putting my attention? Am I feeding into this slavery system of, you know, it's, it's bureaucracy galore. And, and it's useless. And it's sad. And it keeps people sad and stuck and loops of boxes. How do we step out of that? Pure love and self-expression of your unique, authentic self-expression. Genuinely knowing and understanding who you are and expressing that beauty. A whole life exists right here. Just the moment we realize that it's not about getting stuff done, but about doing stuff with love. Being and doing. And so um, on that page at the very bottom of the About page, there's a resources section that explains what's been going on in the last three years at a physical level in this planet. We're in the middle of a transition into a new consciousness, what people have called Christ consciousness. 
In order for us to make that transition, we need to wake the fuck up. And what I mean by wake uh, is realizing the lies of the world, the darkness of the world, and then choosing a different timeline. A lot of people, uh, some people are able to just choose another timeline without necessarily being, being aware of this. But for the most part, the pervasiveness of the lie of the world is so big that it reaches everybody. Probably the people that could do this is people that live up in the mountain or in the jungle and they never have contact with humans, with the modern human. Those probably people could totally do that without even being aware of that. But if it's touching your life and if it's demanding something from you, then uh, you are not um, you are not in a position to make that decision unless you know what's going on. Once you know what's going on, then you can actually say, oh, well, oh, that's what's happened. Now I understand why the suffering of the world. Because for so long you go like, well, why is this happening? Why is there still people that are hungry or they are in poverty or they're, under, they're struggling and in sadness and insane? Why, 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 why? And you understand, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's the consequence of everything that's been going on. We're, the, we're at the end of these dark ages, this Kali Yuga. And it's part of, we all have a responsibility in this because we've been asleep. And so as we wake up, and I know I'm being vague, you know, because, you know, there's, you know, I need to keep going to the next thing here, but just listen and look in there what's going on. And don't be afraid. Because here's the, the task, here's the initiation, here's the test. To be able to look at all this darkness and not be afraid. Because you understand that that is one timeline that you are no choosing anymore. You are no longer choosing. The moment you move your attention from that timeline, it begins to dissolve. But a lot of people don't want to look into the darkness because then they get clenched and frayed and numb. That way, fear still has a hold on you. And then that's the process of the dark night of the soul, letting go of that fear. Let that fear uh, dissolve until the personality dissolves and you find this, this relaxation state within you that you, you're laughing about that because it has absolutely no power over you because you know who you are. We are the children of God. God manifested through all of humanity. We are epic, glorious, divine beings that exist multidimensionally in infinite places. Simultaneously, time and space and dimension. And even beyond this multiverse. All our head trips of fear, they're, they're head trips. But we, can no long, we cannot talk about it. We have to experience it. When you look at the darkness, you go, fuck, I'm freaking out because they have power. Now you're a victim. There is no place in the future for victims or tyrants. Where we're going is a whole new reality. And so, uh, so we're going to dive into the second part of this um, um, city of epiphany. As always, very important, I am not a spiritual teacher. There are no spiritual teachers uh, the only thing that exists is hierophants and, you know, a hierophant is Jesus or Buddha. So that's that's really the only people that actually have transmuted matter and turn it into light. Then you can actually learn. We can share information if we have done things that other people haven't figured out yet. 
And that's that's what people make books and, and you know, we have figured out stuff. We're sharing information. But it doesn't really matter until we personally have our uh, our own revelations, our own experiences. Only the only teacher in life is is experience. And then that's what we're after. So we're looking at this philosophy, we're looking at this data, it's high frequency information. We're inputting it into the brain, we're, we're contemplating it, we're observing it, and then we're manifesting it. And then we're having the experience of the philosophy. And then when we have the experience, then we have knowledge, then we have truth. And the more knowledge we get, the more experience we get, at some point we gain wisdom. This is what we're after. Because at some point, that is the path, right? From the shadow to the gift, we become our genius. And the beauty of this city, this divine gift, is the moment where all of that information gets re- returns back to the, to the source. We take all of that experience, all of that knowledge, all of that change, all of that surrender, all of that allowing, and we dissolve back into the infinite observer that observes in all dimensions and all realities, in all directions simultaneously, where there is no longer a need for anything to happen. And yet, the universe and the story keeps going. Beyond our little personality that wants stuff. This is about pure giving. Pure being. Like the sun. You look at the sun. The sun is pure giving. From the moment of its time, it's giving light and energy. And it's going to give light and energy until the moment that it, you know, transforms, in, it implodes into a supernova. And it's, and it's, 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 it's end or turns into a black hole. And now it's going to suck all that into back in, going, taking it to the other side, wherever black holes go. <laughs> right? So let's dive into the second part of um, the city of Jinky 43. Christian symbolism, in Christian symbolism, the epiphany is connected to the recognition of Christ through the three magi. And the giving of their gifts. This story of the three wise men that came from the east and following follow the star to Jesus' birth, it's full with archetypal mystery. The legend of Christian Epiphany is an inner mythic code that contains a hidden truth concerning humanity's evolution. The three magi and their gifts are founded upon the triple nature of divinity. And we were talking about this on uh, Jinky 40, uh, Jinky 37? Jinky 37. Um, this divinity, this trinity, right? Which now we see it's literally the, um, the, 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 the observer manifested in physicality. And, and what it means is the yin and yang, and then the yin and yang itself. So you got the male, the, the female, the male and the, and the female. And then you got the neutral point. And it can have infinite, you know, descriptions. The neutral zone is, is the child or is a connection between, you know, the electromagnetic connection between you and another. So it, it and then we're, the same trinity is the teachings of Jesus and Buddha and, and Hermes, uh, Trismegistus, Toth, if you want it. Um, so it's the same thing. Right, but what it really means is um, the Trinity, 
And you will see it in sacred geometry if we were to talk about math. It's the triangle, the triad. Because you would have the one hole is the circle, right? And then the next thing is the triad. I mean, you could say there's the line, which is like that would be a second dimensional reality. But really when geometry starts is, is the circle, which is the one hole, and then you got the trinity. And then you get expanding. From there, you get all of geometry, which is the, you look at the foundation and, and the manifestation of the universe. Everything is sacred geometry. So, um, so uh, the uniting of this triple nature around the Christ, uh, drawn together by the star, right, um, is the movement of the spheres that are, you know, beyond physicality, beyond the personality. So you bring that star, we're talking about connecting to what's beyond this planet, right? And so what, what are we getting? We're getting a trinity, we're getting Christ coming out of that trinity, and we're getting a connection to the stars. So the light is coming from the sun, right? Or from that star, which is the sun, right? What's, what kind of light is coming from each star, well, you know, if we if we were to calculate the stars uh, as as coatings of are delivering a specific kind of light, that la that star uh, it was sharing a very specific light, and you know we can get into theories about what the star is because the star was actually moving. You know why is stars moving? Was it a, was it a star? Was it a sun? Was it a craft? Right? What was that star? And what is that star? Right. And, you know, but that's that's for another day. Right. Um, we're just focusing here on this Jinky 43. So um, so the Magi and their gifts uh, are three aspects or, or, of our levels of ourself drawn together and unified by the figure of the Christ. And we would see it in the uh, in the Jinkies. Right. We got the shadow. And if we, uh, you know, translate that into the rising of the Kundalini through opening the seals, we got the shadow in the first and second seal and third. Actually, we would say the first is more like the grounding of the whole thing. But let's put it, let's add it there. First, second and third seal, you would have the shadow. And then you would have the gift, right? That would be the fourth, the fifth and, and the fourth and the fifth would be the gift. And then you would have the um, the sixth and seven uh, as the as the city, right? That expression of but it's very funny because you would say like I would say the first would be the grounding, so it's not really even a shadow. It's just kind of like the container of the entire jinky. Then you would have the second and third as as the shadow. You would have the fourth as a gateway. That opens up the gift, and then you would have the gift as the fifth seal, and then you would have the, the sixth seal as the gateway that opens up to the seventh, uh, and, and the, the sixth seal would be the city, and then the seventh would be the octave, or the next evolutionary stage of the, the first one that is grounding us in physicality, the seven would be grounding us in the next layer of reality. And then that moment, the whole thing collapses. And it turns into the Merkaba, which is, again, we're going back to geometry.
So, um, and that is the Christ, right? So these levels of self together unified by the Christ. The Christ is, uh, you know, the Christ means uh, the God-man made realize or God-woman made realize. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a man or a woman that dies and, and, and brings their body back to life. That's a Christ. Has the ability, uh, has the uh, surrender to, uh, in that moment, they're no longer a personality. They're no longer a human. God is, has taken over the body. That is a Christ, right? And so the 43rd city is one of seven jinkies that provides a portal for grace to move into the world of form. And we're talking about the healing of our great, um, you know, our great suffering, right? The healing that is the grace of God that happens at any moment. It's always around us at the right moment. It just is the grace because here we are landing on this reality. We have a goal. Okay, we're going to live this whatever adventure we have here. And then we're stuck here and we're like, God, please help me. It's fucking ugly here. Everybody hates each other and they're beating everybody up. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Right? That's the misunderstanding of reality, which is very real. I mean, when you're here, it's like, it doesn't sound like a misunderstanding. It sounds like the, the truth. Even though it is not necessarily as it is, it's it's part of it. But we're here and then there's grace, which is ultimately just, you know, that moment that exists, that holds the entire thing together. And in a moment, it can just happen. And the masters in a moment, like San Francis of Assisi just got it. Like, oh, my God, I'm not just a, you know, 2% pixel of the hologram. There is something that's holding the entire thing together, and and it's uh, it's beyond the comprehension of the of the personality. We can't put it in a box. It's the mystery, right? And so this grace is manifesting in reality. So um, so the the opening of the seven seals. These are the specific codes in human DNA whose primary purpose is to heal a vital and specific aspect of the human wound. So every time we open the seals, the chakras, we're healing a part of humanity, right? We're raising that kundalini, and every time we open the seal, and once it's open, it stays open, right? You keep moving the energy up. It's healing, and it's healing because you're healing yourself. You are the paradox. You are all of humanity. We all are. When you heal yourself, you heal the world. And the, the entire of humanity, you're healing the DNA because we're talking about something that exists beyond time, right? So when you heal the DNA, the DNA, at that moment, the future collapses. There is the future where that DNA no longer carries that wound. It's going to affect the, 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 the civilization. And you say, well, yeah, okay, maybe in 5,000 years. But that's happening now for the master. The master, there is no time for the master, for the Christ. There's no time. The future is happening now. It's already done. It's only for the personality that keeps seeing it as the past or the future. It's still within time. That healing is transcendental. Love. This, what I'm talking about, this revelation exists beyond time. And so... um. So the 43rd 
for the 43rd city represents the opening of the fourth seal. This is everything. We open the fourth seal, the Kundalini comes and reaches all the way to the fifth. This is the heart. The fourth seal is the heart. And so as we open the fourth seal, we begin to experience love for all of life. We, we still don't know how to express it because the energy needs to reach the fifth seal in order for us to learn how to express, express that love. But we're feeling it. And oh my God, that changes everything. And so this is the city that opens up the fourth seal, which releases the, the fear of rejection, which is the reason why we have our hearts closed. Because, you know, everybody's beating each other here like a fucking monkeys in a, in, a, in, a, in a prison. Why are they? Why are the monkeys beating me up? Well, that's the way it's always been here. You, do you even know why? No. People, the monkeys are just beating me. The new monkey that comes in. Well, why are you beating me up? That's always been like this. You, do you even know why? No. That's that. That's it. I mean, it's madness. You go everywhere and people are just beating each other. You're like, why? It's always been like that. No. This is the future. This is the change. This is the you know awakening, awareness. Why the fuck are we doing the same shit the, the same way? In civilization, why do we do have all this bureaucracy and, 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 and uh, red tape for everything? Why are we just, why are people just struggling so much? Because we're ignorant. We are unconscious. And we don't know what the fuck is happening here. When you know, then you can say, oh my God, somebody just, you know, invented that thing at some point. Now everybody's following it. And it's a bad beginning. It's a bad instruction. It's not even good. It's uh, something I really liked about uh, Steve Jobs. You know, one thing he said is like, you know, everything that you see in the world was invented by somebody. And somebody not necessarily that invented something not better than what you can come up with. Something like that. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. But it's very powerful to really realize that we run things that are pretty shitty you know, like systems, all the systems of this reality. And that there were just invented. I mean, why does the political system runs the way that it does? You know, why does the economic system works the way that it was? Why does the bureaucracy of government works the way that it works? Why does culture and family and tradition works the way that it was? Some asshole pull it out of his ass at some point, and then everybody started copying it. Oh, it's the way it is. This is the way. It's always been the way. Fuck that. <laughs> you know? I mean, this is ultimately this creative rebel manifesting in this 43rd uh, city as this epiphany of laughter and just, you know, laughing at the whole, you know, ridiculousness of it. It doesn't have to be the same. It's always been. Um, it's all that just if you keep doing it and participating and you keep perpetuating it. But this ends here, right? Um, so, um, so the fourth seal, the 43rd city represents the opening of the fourth seal, which releases the profound fear of rejection and opens the hearts of all individuals. Now he's talking about the manifestation in mass of Christ consciousness. It begins with the individual always. Um, so the city 
uh, has a destiny within the human genome to create mass breakthroughs across across entire gene pools and opening up uh, the boundaries that separate communities and countries and planets and the entire you know, galaxies everywhere, all the way, forever and ever. Because at that point, there is no longer the fear of death, the fear of being controlled because the deafness is so powerful, it's taking completely everything. You cannot listen but to God. You don't even listen to, 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 to whatever you think yourself was. You, there's only divinity. There's only love. And what's beyond love, the truth, the, the, the life of the life force of the universe. It's a completely different thing that, that's beyond anything we have in this reality. But that is, our, that is where we're going. That is our, our destiny, ultimately. So the epiphany is an explosion in the human heart, an openness and acceptance, and a divine spirit of friendliness that is at the core of, of everyone. Acceptance of life, acceptance of everyone. Beyond acceptance of everyone, because at that point people don't exist. You see yourself in and reflected in a rock, reflected in and in the eyes of another, reflecting in the in the sun. Right? This is the epiphany. So at an individual level, the 40th city is and always remains unique to each person in whom it appears. And this is the part that um and I don't I don't understand this. This doesn't make sense to me. Because at that point, um, the city is not an individual. The city is the dissolution of the personality. Um, and so it, I guess what he means is, is that the laughter and the cosmic joke that gets expressed through the vessel, because the body at that point becomes a temple for Holy Spirit, it's always going to be a different joke. Like, like uh, it's going to be a different laughter that happens in this body than the one that happens on that body. And that's what's going to make it really fun, right? It's, I guess that's what he means, you know, at an individual level. It is this unique to each. But it, there's no persons at that point. They're just Holy Spirit. There's the divine light of creation flowing through the vessel. And, and it's going to manifest in a different way. Not because there's a, a no longer the only shard or angle from which the light is landing in this reality. It's more like an um, amplifier of the whole thing that happens to, in that moment, you know, laugh like that. That's what, I, that's what I'm getting. So <coughs> it allows us to see behind the workings of the universe and the human mind, you know, this already happened. By the time we this this is manifest, I guess what he's saying is from the perspective of the awakening moment, that could last a second, that lasts, uh, you know, a thousand years, right? Is um, the realization of the universe itself. But there is, I guess you begin, you understand the nature of the personality at that point, which is probably really incredible. You know, oh, why? Why do we fucking have this personality that gets in the fucking way of everything? Oh, now I know. Oh, my God, it's because of this. And then that's the joke, right? That's the, the pun, right? That's the, what, not the pun, the, 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 um, um, he, he, <laughs> it has a, it has a, it has a, um, it has a, a name. The, um, 
It's the um, God. What is it? The punchline. The punchline. Ta da! Right. And so um. So it is. It is the breakthrough. That the personality can't imagine, obviously. The personality can't imagine anything. And it brings an anything and it brings an end to everything that the personality thinks about the world. And there is a laughter stored in this city as the epiphany lands in the middle of the greatest paradox of all time that the personality and you, and you beyond the personalities, you are who you are. I mean, I mean that that's it. You are who, are who you are, and and nothing can take you away from what you are. You cannot cannot lose yourself. You cannot gain more of yourself. God is right, and and we go through all of our experiences and all of that, but none of that actually gave us or took away from us anything. I guess we're talking about loss of thermodynamics, right? At that point, we're pure energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed. And we take all of that experience and it dissolves back into, uh, I guess, it's kind of like particles or different um, um, configurations of, of, of sets of reality that for a reason became that very specific, for a, for a moment in time it became that specific something and then they just go back to its place. But now there's the kind of like the kinetic knowledge of how that turned into a thing. But now it exists back into the Akash. So it's that dissolution of something that never really went anywhere, but it did, but it didn't. This is the paradox. And ultimately, it's, it's that relaxation of like, fuck. This is why I keep saying that there's, you know, the whole personal development industry is bullshit. It's a trap. It's snake oil. They're just trying to get you to always get better because you're so bad and there is no way out of that one. It's like a fucking hamster in a hamster wheel for all eternity. Or until you get it, you're like, fuck, I'm perfect the way I am. I don't need to, you know, uh, who am I having to respond to? We, we, we go through life with mummies and daddies inside of our consciousness. Like, oh, can I do this? Can I be that? All of that goes out the window. So, um, yeah, and it's the thinking, right? Remember, very important. The personality thinks that it knows. It's very different than knowledge. Knowledge is not thinking. And so uh, there is enormous laughter stored here. Right. So when the 43rd city manifests in the world, it plays the fool in some deep mystical way. These are people who know that nothing they do or say is of any importance or relevance whatsoever. This is very powerful because we have this fucking idea that whatever it is that we are is so fucking important. Oh, I am going to bring the fucking like enlightenment to the universe. Every time we get into that fucking head trip, oh, I'm helping everybody with blah, 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 blah. We're already tripping. So it's truly that realization of perfection, perfection of the multiverse. 
There is infinite simultaneous parallel timelines. And all we're doing is shifting from one to another, moment to moment to moment to moment. How can there be importance in that? There's just choice. There's just change. But there's not importance. And so this is the laughter, right? You just like crack up at, and you crack up at, at the, your own head trips, right? So these people simply act as they like and say what they, what they want to say. Right? So such deeply realized people, whatever that means, inevitably break all the rules of how an enlightened being is supposed to behave. It is as though they are constantly sharing a private joke with themselves. With the 43rd city, the only thing you know is that the personality doesn't know anything. And that by, by, by surrendering to the unknown... You know everything and nothing simultaneously. And that is such a relief because you don't have to have the burden of like, you know, being the one who has to get it done. I am here for a reason. I am here for a purpose. I, I've been sent from Alpha Centauri in order to change the world. We're going to make it. <laughs> you see? You get liberated from that bullshit. And now you're at peace because you surrender into knowing absolutely nothing and knowing absolutely everything simultaneously. Because what is everything and what is nothing? Now that is a good question right there. So this knowing is so delightful that uh, the master will simply never be able to contain the wonder and beauty of it. You can't put God in a box. This is the divine paradox. Monkey wrench into the personality. Oh, I'm so big. This big important thing that I'm here to, to enlighten the world. Yes, very important. So you have become deaf to everything except the divine. And what is the divine? It's life. All of creation. All of the multiple simultaneous parallel universes that exist with every choice of attention. If we can have fun and relax. And maybe you don't want to because you want to live in a parallel universe where you're struggling. That's love. I mean, not for me, but maybe for you. You want to live in that parallel of drama and... and Suffering and nastiness and, you know, war and shit. You know, that's your choice because you are allowed that. Not me. I'm, I'm, into, I'm into chilling and laughing and having fun and creating awesome stuff. But that's my choice. And uh, this is the most important thing to realize that you have a choice to shift parallel universes simultaneously Every single second. You know, you get to decide what, what is it you wish to experience. So we get to the end of this Jinky 43. Uh, we've reached the end of it. Tomorrow we're going to dive into Jinky 44. Really, we're going to get into karmic relationships. <laughs> this is good. So um, um, 
Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. When you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. On the About page, you can find all of our social media links. When you click on the Pioneers link, uh, that'll take you to the category, The Pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are beautiful interviews with beautiful people that tell their story of how they went into the darkness and found the exit, found their healing or found their treasure, or their weapon, whatever they found there, and now they're sharing it with all of us. It's beautiful because we all have a different unique frequency tone from which we're expressing the same thing, which is love. But everybody's getting it. Different tribes are getting it from different frequency and it, they resonate better. Some people might resonate better with what I'm saying, but then they might hear Richard and they say, well, Richard is more chill. Maybe I like him better. He curses less. <laughs> well, you know, and it doesn't matter because that's ultimately the greatest of life, in my opinion, uh, is just sharing, connecting, expressing, loving, listening, giving. Greatest of, of experiences are just, you know, hanging out and having fun and creating and expressing and expanding, you know. And, you know, for other people might be the opposite, but, you know, that's not in my universe, you know, it's <laughs> somewhere else. That's what we're here to do. Also, uh, at the very bottom of TV, there's a support button. If all of the what we are working here, it's on the website. We have over 700 episodes with everything here. If you want to work one-on-one, you need help. I'm not a teacher. I'm a coach. I'm a guide. And I, I can help people. I help people help themselves. Help realize. Help integrate. You know, help with their work that they're doing with these jinkies. And helping people through their dark night of the soul and helping people through their businesses or their relationships using and, and integrating all of this information into their life so that they can manifest it in experience so that they can have knowledge. And on the support button, that'll take you to a page when you can see all of the different kinds of coaching programs we have. And if you want to work on, you want work on one-on-one work for uh, for your for coaching for all of these areas of your life, you can find more about it right there, at the bottom right corner of join.tv on the support button. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye bye.